Listener Production. This is the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot's podcast. Hello, Rush Hour fan producer Luke here. Only a couple more weeks before AB and Elliot are back live on your radios and on Listener. Uh, January 22 from 4pm. Do not miss it. Mark it down in your calendars. Do whatever you need to do because the guys will be back. But before that, uh, going through some of my favourite bits from the year 2023. AB, forever trying to improve her life with mixed results. She tried to get rid of some of her streaming services. Uh, We're going to... See how that went a little bit later. Elliot's dog, Arlo. He's dubbed him a pretty dumb dog, but he did something impressive that Elliot seems to think. Maybe he's not so dumb after all. Life's great questions. The guys wanted to find out why freezers don't have lights. You've got your fridge light when you open the door, but why don't freezers have one? Uh, But before we get there... Uh, comedian Jared Goundry, uh, very very funny man. He is ex-military. He's uh, served some time, uh, been posted all all around uh, this state, and he returned to do some comedy shows at the back end of last year. I'm going to catch up with uh, our chat with Jared. That's next. It's the producers' picks. The rush hour with AB and Elliot on Triple M. This is Triple M's rush hour with AB and Elliot. Joining us. Today. And this could be a permanent thing. We bring this bloke in. AB's kicked to the curb forever. Uh, one of the great up-and-coming comedians in Australia. You know, he's he's worked with some incredible talents like Kitty Flanagan, your Tom Ballard, your Dave O'Neill's, your Joel Creasy's, a whole heap more. If you're a TikTok user, which is something I'd... I won't lie, I'm still getting my head around. You might have seen him there. Uh, he served our country too in the military. So many amazing stories. Jared Goundry joins us. Hello, mates. Thank you for having me back in Townsville, where it all began, you, some would say. You were saying that you were posted here uh, between 2006 to 2012. Yeah, otherwise oh. known as the Mad Cow Golden Days. <laughs> Boys. Yeah. I don't know if you remember yeah. then, but uh, oh, yes. the floor was stickier than normal. <laughs> and I can't wait to get back. I mean, I don't know where to start with you, Jared. So let's let's go to your time in the military yes. before you got to where. What were you doing? Were you were you always based in in towns? Or how'd you uh, fall into that? I joined the army by mistake. I was in a pretty no 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 joke. I uh, I was in the city of Perth. Nothing to do in Perth. Yeah. Um, I was meeting my mum for lunch because I'm a good kid. She sent me a message. She said, I'm going to be an hour late. I right. said, all right, nothing to do in Perth. <laughs> Standing in front of a army recruitment centre, I literally walked in and uh, this one bloke, he just lied through his teeth to me. And he said, do you know how many girls you could get if you are in the army, mate? And six weeks later, I was in a shower with 87 blokes. It was yeah. great. And <laughs> I just did it to get out of Perth, really. A bit of adventure. And uh, they sent me to Townsville. I'd never been to Queensland at all. Hadn't re- you don't hear about much in Western. Australia. You don't hear about the rest of Australia in WA. We just talk about ourselves and Bali. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, sent me to Queensland and I was like, all right, cool. What's this stuff? They're like, these are are poker machines. I was like, wow, this place is, (laughs) the culture is rich and thick. And I loved my time up here. It was, Townsville was a great place. Yeah. The weather was crazy. And well, I came from surfing every day in Western Australia. So I'd packed two surfboards. Not not a lot of that. Not a, no, no. And I was, I I looked on the, on the map. I was like, there's a beach. Yeah. There's an (laughs) island. I'll be surfing every day. Nah, nothing. And uh, loved it up here. It was fantastic. I was in. I was up in Townsville for my 36 now. 18 to 25. I was up here. So you'll be a young, a formative young man. years. Formative years, some would say, especially yeah. in the military. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know. <laughs> Townsville's got an interesting uh, sort of uh, relationship with the with the military boys, mainly because 80 percent of us are knobheads. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> 
boys. Are we getting any, are we getting no, any no, I'm agreement? Of, I'm not <laughs> touching that. I love everyone that serves this country. Um, Spoken so, like someone on the fence, <laughs> on a cyclone fence. Tell, tell me, you, your exit from the military... How did that come about? And, and also, why did you choose something even more high stress by going into the world of being a professional chef? Oh, I'm an idiot. I, just, okay. I, I like terrible jobs. I like yeah. working on my feet. I mean, being a, I just left the military after seven years. I became a chef because I was, that was something I was really passionate about, mm. cooking on the weekends. I was that kind of dude that everyone went around his house and cooked up a, you know, was, had tweezers and like little micro herbs <laughs> and flowers with a bunch of infantry boys. And they're like, yeah, okay, this is real manly. <laughs> and uh, left my time in the military. No qualms there. Just wanted to do something different different and um yeah just became a chef it's being a chef's exactly the same as being the military so you know it's a you wear a uniform everyone's got tattoos yeah <laughs> less knives everyone yells at each other and so horrible hours horrible hours and everyone drinks it's the same yeah. thing it's same 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 and um did that for another seven years and then there was this uh, open mic comedy night a couple of doors down mm. from where I used to work and it was on a Tuesday night. You could write your name down. It was a train wreck. And uh, me and the chef boys used to go down and watch the disasters that happened there. We used to go down there and watch people bomb just for fun, drink beers and watch people bomb in front of us. And then we watched that, I watched that for about eight weeks straight and in the back of my brain I was like, I think I can do that. I reckon I can be you just can as terrible yeah, as okay. these people. <laughs> <laughs> And I, uh, so I don't know what happened. Signed so my name down once. It went horrible. Bombed and bombed really, really badly. I went the next week. I said, I'm going to do it again. Then the third time, I was like, if this doesn't work, I've given this outrageous activity a go. And yeah, it went all right and just never stopped yeah. seven years later. And then I've been full time for about 12 months now. So it's been amazing. So at the moment, Jared is touring around Queensland, by the way, eventbrite.com.au. You can work out yourself whether you think he bombs or not. I think that would be an unpopular opinion these days. Um, <laughs> the show itself, and Luke was telling me before too, I mean, you've gone through some things in your life from the military to, to being a chef. One of the most outrageous one. Am I correct in saying recently diagnosed with something I have, which is lactose intolerance? Oh, mate, I tell you what, when you are a comedian, don't you give the vegans a hell. You yeah. just, they are <laughs> easy targets. And, uh, you know, as you get a little bit older in life, I yeah. started to feel a little bit more terrible. And I went to the doctors, went to the nutritionists, mm. and they're like, you can't. You got to give up what you love the most, and now mm. you know I've put on a vegan diet. <laughs> and life has a cruel, yeah. cruel mistress, isn't oh. it? Sometimes, and uh, yeah, talk about my time in the military. Talk about being a chef. Yep. Talk about you know coming of age and growing up all through that, and sort of talk about veterans' mental health as well. And then inside, in between that as well, is uh, the fact that I got to give up dairy. When That's did, the most serious issue of all. Because, and, and I actually feel like an asshole that we have this at the moment. So there's a couple of ways that we can play this. But producer Luke doesn't do much, uh, okay. but he, he was out today and he did stop by Townsville's Best Bakery and Townsville's Best Vanilla Slice. Well, I, well I've got a theory because I don't think Townsville would have a good one yeah. because I, I've been travelling all over Australia. I've found a, co- a yeah. connection Yeah. that yeah. the – because yeah. – uh, oh, has it got a pink top on it's it? It's got a pink top. That's controversial. It's the uh, – <laughs> so I was told okay. by Belinda in the office yeah. that uh, the pink top means it's OG, it's it's the legit shit. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and this is apparently the best vanilla slice in Townsville. Okay. So, so there's a couple what, of ways what, before you manhandle it, Jared. There's sure. a couple of ways we can play this, right? Being lactose intolerant myself, yeah. I, I know after I eat something like this, I understand how it plays out in the, the toilets here at work. Yep. 
Well, I've got the night off, so this is fine. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you're happy to take the pain, I'll go down with you, the sinking Titanic together, or <laughs> in a moment of magic, we could toss out the best vanilla slice in potentially Queensland. No, it can just go in the bin. Absolutely not at all. I mean, first thing, looking at yep. it, custard looks good. Yep. Pink top, I always think that's controversial. Yep. I come from Victoria, where we're a white top kind of people. Yep. Sometimes they do the dusting as well. well that's You know you've had a good time, because right, right. after you've eaten that, you look like you've been in a nightclub <laughs> yeah. all night. Um, but I'm up for it, but I was... I was just saying is I, I found something traveling around trying all the vanilla slices yeah. is that is usually the shit of the town, yeah. the better the bakery. Right. So I reckon Townsville's quite good. So right. I'm not, I don't have high hopes on this, okay? <laughs> okay? Because one of the best vanilla slices is in Parramatta in Sydney, yeah. and that place sucks. Yeah, so. that is a stinger of a hole. <laughs> I, I would just quickly say your partner is in the studio today with her. She is shaking her head at the vanilla slice idea. I imagine she's we, sharing a bed with you later. Yeah, and also a bathroom. More right. Yeah. <laughs> so Hotel rooms are not very big. Yeah. <laughs> Only if you sure will whack into that. Okay, yeah, let's try to take a bite. Uh, where is it from? What do you know the name is, of the bakery? Uh, it's from Mel's Pies and... Uh, Mel's? Mel's. Does Mel, Mel work there? Or Mal? M-A-L. Oh, Mal. Mal. Shout out to Mel. All right, ready? We take Mel's a bite. Mel's Pies in Anoomba in Townsville. Um, he's tucked in. Oh, that topping. It's got a flavour of its own. This is like two in one. It's almost like cherry. That's a good 8.5 out of 10. I that can one see there. your Mal's... stomach swelling already too. That is outstanding. Yeah. Mal, that's good. I yeah. didn't have high hopes for uh, for Townsville, but I think I've been... I've been, uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty pleasantly surprised at that. Again, it's eventbrite.com.au. You can find Jared's shows there. Before we, we let you go, you mentioned something quickly before. That is something important you do. Um, I don't know if you've re-found a bit of kinship with, with the military through your shows, but you're still working pretty closely with organisations there. I left the military. I didn't even think about it. I just went off and did my life. It was something that I did, I did young I don't, you know, don't dwell on the past too much. Just had a new life. Started doing comedy. You need to talk about stuff in comedy. So once I finished teasing all the vegans and all the easy targets, I was like, (laughs) you know, I want to get real. And I had this chapter of my life that I didn't really speak about much or uh, was quite funny every time I talked about it at the pub. People were like, is that really true? Mm -hmm. Or like, and I just talk about all the silly stuff. You know, if you go to any bookstore and you look in the military section, there's like the hero of this and it's the hero of that. And I'm like, no, nah, I slept in a puddle and cuddled my mate. Like, it's uh, <laughs> that's what I talk about. And um, started doing this at comedy shows and people were really liking it. So I thought I'd double down and do a bit more. And then I did the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for the first time and did a whole run, sold that out, which is fantastic. But every single night that I did shows, veterans came and they were like saying thank you to me for just doing this or something and just talking about it to regular old people. Mm -hmm. And then weirdly I became like a little bit of a unofficial leader in a community Mm. that I didn't realise that I was really a part of. And it's been the most rewarding part of being a creative, being an artist and touring around and doing this outrageous life. And and, and am I right in saying that a little bit from your shows too does go to a a veteran society? Absolutely. So uh, ANVAM, which is Australian National Veterans Arts Museum, these guys uh, essentially do art therapy for vets who are struggling, but they also exhibit veterans' work. So I work with them and... They put these together, these art shows, and there's a whole bunch of veterans in Australia, especially the old boys in Vietnam that didn't get treated too well. They go to their back shed, they do these masterpieces, and no one ever sees them. And these and fam grab these spaces and put mm. them on display, put them into government buildings. And th- the look on these people's faces and their families' faces of pride when they get their work exhibited for the first time. It changed my life when I saw it and when they helped me out when I first started. So now that I'm at the point where I can do this for a job and full time, I just want to give back to someone that gave me so much. 
Life's great questions. No way. We haven't been here for a while. Life's great questions. We we reach out to the true intellects across this state, the smartest people in Queensland. Of course, this week I'm talking about our fridges. We all know that you guys are known for your IQs of what's the highest IQ number? Hundred? I don't know. Life's great know questions. That. I, I, think, I think it's higher than hundred. But anyway, fridges are in. Hundred and eighty. Sure. I think that's darts. Uh, anyway, <laughs> today <laughs> I bought a new fridge. And I have never owned a new fridge in my life. Always secondhand from Gumtree or Marketplace or and whatever. it's your first silver fridge. First silver fridge. It's got the little water Fancy. thing. Fancy. I feel like I've made it, right? I'm so excited. I couldn't stop going into my fridge last night just to look, just to peer in. I didn't necessarily want anything, but, you know, it illuminates that the wonderful lights are inside. I haven't even taken off half the plastic just because it looks so it beautiful. It smells so nice too oh, at the beginning. And you so go, good. I'm never going to let it get dirty. Yeah. Anyway, I had a, uh, an early night last night. The ashes had got me the few other. I went to bed at 10 o'clock last night, but, man, I woke up at 1am, right? Go to my beautiful new fridge. I just look at it. I give it a kiss, rub my body on it, (laughs) smell it a bit. I open the fridge, look at the contents. Great. Now I store my Tim Tams in the freezer. I'm feeling a bit Tim Tammy. It's 1.05 in the morning. Open the freezer. That's genius. Thank you. Can't see a damn thing. Fridgies. One triple three five three. Why is there a fridge light but no freezer light? I didn't know this wasn't a thing. I just thought I had really old fridges and the freezer light didn't work anymore. Maybe it gets frozen. You don't know either. No, I don't know. I just am just trying to but guess. It's a but thing, it is right? a thing. Yeah, well, our freezer's a drawer. No, it doesn't light up. You're right. And But I can remember as a kid too, because we had a massive freezer that we used to keep all seafood and stuff in, and you'd have the dead crabs and everything in there. That's the one place where it should be illuminated, right? I don't want to touch a crab claw in the dark when I'm looking for Tim Tams. Yeah, it's a bit. Why is it the thing? It'll be, it'll Why be, is it the thing? My suspicion is what? that the light will freeze and it won't be able to work. Like, the electrics won't work. That's pretty smart from you. Because the electrics of the freezing is right. built into the, like, walls. If that's the right answer, I'll I give you five I bucks. obviously have a 400 IQ or yeah. whatever the highest one is. One triple five three. <laughs> Why is there a fridge light but there isn't a freezer light? In 2023, where they're bringing out Instagram fridges where you can see through them with the tap of a button, we don't have a light in the freezer. Spare me. Yeah, also. So where's the, like, group of people where they say, oh, are you happy with this fridge? Yep. You know, why has it not been raised by a marketing team earlier? A fridge culture be getting together in a round circle and getting out their gavel and making big decisions. One, triple, three, five, three. Why is there a fridge light but no freezer light? Let's go to Gladstone first. Gaz on one, triple, three, five, three. What are your thoughts? Good evening, guys. Are you still all right? Yeah, good guess. Yeah, no, listen, um, I, I think we were trained as kids uh, to not worry about what was in the freezer. Everything you wanted was in the fridge. And because you were so small, you know, when you're when you're small, you could open up the fridge door, but the freezers were always on the top of the fridge. Yep. So it didn't bother, and all you ever seen was mum ripping out a big block of ice with snags or a steak in it, you know. And, yep. uh, but then it's all about manufacturing too. See, i yeah, well, they know. They know that um, we never, like, looked in the freezer when we were kids. And it's like, well, why, why should we put a light in there? Because <laughs> the kids um, won't look in just, there. They'll just want light. They'll just but, everyone will want lights now yeah. and don't want to pay for them. We deserve Gaz, lights, I hate Gaz. to tell you, though, yeah. I grew up with a fridge that had the freezer at the bottom. Like, that was the one I could reach. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that didn't that's have a light you, either. That's why you got ice in your veins, Pinky. <laughs> oh, Gaz. Pinky? What? You just called me Pinky. A new nickname. All right, uh, Blair's in Cairns. Blair, why is there a fridge light but not a freezer light? 
Uh, might be the uh, budget fridge freezer you bought. Uh, excuse <laughs> Blair. I will. I detest what you've just told me. I bought a, a top of the line one, Blair. Uh, you, what do you know about fridges anyway? I work for Cairns Cooler. I am a fridgey. Okay, but you know, I but... have uh, two Samsungs, and yeah. both of them have uh, lights in the freezer. Oh, right? okay. This is horseshit. Wait, 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 Blair. At the same time, yeah. I have a Westinghouse that has a drawer type freezer. It does not. Yeah, mine's got that. And do they just not bother? But is like, is I've it hard electrical wise, Blair? You're obviously an intelligent oh, man. Fridgy stuff's no, hard. No, no, it's not hard at all. It's okay. a ton of lighting, not at all. Because <laughs> what, what was your argument again? My you argument was that the light would freeze. That's right. One triple three five three. We're going to Townsville next. Uh, Dazza fridges have lights. Freezers do not. Do not. Do you have the real answer as to why? Oh, I don't know, man, but I got them in both of mine. I forgot. My beer that. fridge has got one in a side by side LG fridge. And me, hey, uh, yeah. Jess Breeze has got one in it as well. Oh, I, I want to go on the record. I, I didn't skimp on the fridge because now I'm sounding like a fridge tight ass. This is the first time I've ever oh, spent money on anything. I don't know, anything. mate, yeah. but I'm looking at my beer fridge yeah. here and it's an LG side by side. Get stuffed, Dazza. Get stuffed. And uh, yes, yeah, it has an ice dispenser. Yeah. Water dispenser okay. and it has a yeah. light Elliot, freezer. Great. What brand is yours? It's a good brand. Okay, but what is it? LG. Is it actually LG? Yeah, it's an LG. It's expensive too. I'll, I'll put my Tim Tams in Daz's drawer. Was moving it in forward. the features? I don't read those things. Anyway, Roxy uh, joins us now. Roxy, round us out here. Life's great questions. Why is there a fridge light but no freezer light? Yeah, good day. How you going? Good, Roxy. There's no fridge, no freezer light because you only need to snack at night time in the fridge. True. <laughs> you don't go to the freezer. There's nothing in there. Roxy, Wait, Roxy. that's where I store my Tim Tams. <laughs> well, that's pretty silly. But do you do just as well in the fridge. I mean, Roxy, mine have always been okay. in the fridge, but hearing that he puts them in the freezer, you're kind of like, oh, that's innovative. Like, I might do that going forward. I still, I don't think the freezer light thing's a feature, even though some people have told fibs. I bought an expensive fridge. I actually won't hear that. I don't accept the answers today. I don't care. I, I don't think you got to call up and be like, you've added a drink thing. Where's the light? So much to ask if, for. If fridges have aftermarket freezer lights at a reasonable rate, call the rush hour. <laughs> yeah, one of those click oh, on oh, remote ones. One triple three five three. Maybe some LED ones. Triple M's rush hour with AB and Elliot. Three years ago tomorrow, um, I rescued three dogs. It sounds like heroic, as in I bought th- yeah. two rescue dogs. <laughs> Whenever people yeah. say I rescued them, it's no. like I ran no. into the flamed building. Yeah. I lifted them up and I no, saved no. them forever. No, just got a couple of bits through some great rescue organisations in far north Queensland. Always say adopt, don't shop if you can. And we, we rescued... Uh, Frankie and Arlo. So Frankie's a, a mastiff across a lot of things. Arlo's a great Dane across um, Bull Arab, so pig dog as well. Mm. Uh, Frankie's intelligent. She's always on the ball. You know, she's she's a great quick learner. Arlo's the opposite. Arlo has a beautiful demeanour. He's a wonderful dog, but God, he is dumb. And in the most lovable way possible. And he's always surprising me with some of his dumb quirks. He'll run into walls. He's, he's just an idiot. But a lovable one, much like his dad. Huge, but no brains. He did, sure. He did something last night though that that maybe bucked that thought. That made me think. You know what? Have I got the greatest, most intelligent dog alive? Because I'll paint you a picture. Arlo, who who's taller than my hip. I'm six foot three. He's humongous. 
Uh, I, I leave them in the laundry with Frankie during the day. They chill out and sleep in there. By the time you let them out in the afternoon, they're ready to go and do their business. Hmm. Arlo's way of going about this business is he loves to go outside. He does five zoomies of the property. And wow, he's fast. That's impressive Oh, enough. yeah, I've seen him do. Oh. He's like greyhound areas. He is so fast. But what he did last night pipped all of that. So he did his, his five zoomies. And then he got to his bit in the backyard where he likes to do his business. But because he was so excited, I think I'd been home. I left him a little bit longer than normal yesterday. He refused to stop to do his business. So he did his business on the run. So Number ones or twos? Twos. So he's doing a two on the sprint, which, can I just say, is the most incredible thing I've ever witnessed. He's doing full sized twos, pumping them out like he's some sort of machine while sprinting at greyhound speed. And he's running towards me as in, Dad, look what I can do. I love you. Give me a hug. And I'm trying to redirect him. It's just, he he could have put one log around the yard, almost a perimeter of logs as he sprinted. I didn't know animals could do this. I've seen pugs that can stand on their front legs and pee up walls. That's incredible. But what the great Dane Bolara did last night... I don't think you can top that at any talent show. No. My dog, Ted, can't even, like, he has to be in the exact right position. The temperature has to be perfect. The grass can't be wet. Mm. He has to be looking at me in the eyes the whole time that he does it. That's concerning. Like, there's no way in hell he would be moving mid-poo. That is... I reckon we got to hit up the Guinness people. Here's the thing. Arlo, my beautiful dog, is never going to go down for the tricks that he's got in terms of sitting and staying. Never going to go down for the ability to catch tennis balls in his mouth. But he will likely go down in doggy history as the greatest log dropper of his generation. Speed log dropping? (laughs) It's got to be a sport somewhere. I'm seeing some Olympic potential. There is a gold medal coming this boy's (laughs) way. a TikTok the other day, Elliot, that's really inspired me to be oh, better with my money. People headbutting this, doing well, saying inspired Sorry. by TikTok. Okay, to be fair, it yeah. was pretty interesting. Basically, there was this dad over in the States and... Much like any household in 2023, their family have got a number of streaming services and he created this full Excel spreadsheet of all of the various streaming services, who uses them, how many times, and was able to delegate all of the costs accordingly. Mm-hmm. And I, as you know, have many streaming services of which I pay for myself. Right. I am going to streamline my streaming no, as not. of today. No, you're not. Well, I'm going to make you do it for me. Okay, there it is. <laughs> because I definitely don't have the self-control. No. I want to read out my streaming services that I have, how much they cost, and the people on them. Okay. And then you're going to help me decide which ones I'm culling. The people or the services? Either. Oh, okay. Because there's some that you might think, just why do you even have it? Right. Okay, let's start off. Yeah. Amazon Prime, $8.99 a month. Okay. On my Amazon Prime account at the moment, myself, husband, mum and dad. Right. That's it. You can't kick. I know how much money your parents still give you to this day, and I actually quite like Amazon, so you can you can keep that. Okay, that one will stay. Yeah. Apple TV nine dollars ninety nine a month. The same people. Nah. Apple TV has like two good things a year, and you can Ted Lasso's on Apple TV. And have you watched Ted Lasso? I've rewatched it recently, <laughs> so you don't need to do that again. Hey, you want me to be harsh? Do you not? I'm telling you, that one can go. Save yourself ten dollars. Started watching so many shows on there. Okay, what about Binge? Fifteen dollars ninety nine. It, because binge is the You've same just cut as, off like seven people. As Foxtel. Who's on binge? <laughs> it is. So my mum, dad, myself, Alex. Yep. Uh, my sister-in-law. Also my friend Jamie. Yep. 
and her kid. Right. Well, my ki- auntie Steph. The kid's never done anything for the world. You've never told me about your auntie Steph, so you obviously don't love her that much. I forget <laughs> the other, the sister in law who cares. She's a sister in law for the reason. Obviously, we like your parents. I'm sure they have Foxtel. Binge in the bin. Okay. Disney Plus, $13.99. I'm a massive fan, so okay. I'd be right, that that's Who's on that? Stay. Oh, the same. Plus, shameful to admit, there is this person. Okay, so like. Oh, Probably God six me. or seven years ago, yes. I went to an event and I met a friend of a friend of a Carbon. friend or whatever. Anyway, yep. <laughs> I have them on my social media. And a few months ago, I posted and was like, I'm watching this show on mm. Disney Plus. It's great. No, they messaged me and said, yep. you know, no, I, I, I haven't Disney. got Disney. Yep. So I them. They've been on for two years. Change the password. Tell everyone else that individual can go in the I've bin. changed it before, and they message me and ask for the new password. So you need to learn a new word. It is called no. Okay, KO. Obviously, you're going to argue that that stays. Yeah, KO stays. Netflix four screens, $22.99 a month. Okay. <laughs> Why do you need four screens? Because Who's on mum it? and dad use it, and I don't want to get kicked off and have the password sharing issue that everyone has. Okay, so mum and dad, you and Alex, that's all that's on there? Yeah. And I oh, know- actually, my brother is as well. That tight ass hasn't spent a dollar on you in his life. See you, Jonathan. You're in the bin. Him and his wife. <laughs> so stand sport. Let's get it. <laughs> What's on there that's worth watching? Rugby? We suck. Yes. I don't want to have to re-sign up next World Cup in four years. I just saved you about $40 and cut ties yeah, with people in your life that don't matter. You're welcome. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.